Welcome to Author's Ideas, a production of JR Global, an MJR production. This series is based on the recent Oxford University Press published book, Global Business in the Age of Destruction and Distraction. As a part of their Global Business series, Gaurav Rastogi joins J.R. Klein and Mahesh Joshi, in examining and exploring the disruptive nature of today's world, and introduces ideas for learning how to cope with disruption and remain relevant. Here is your host, J.R. Klein. Today we're going to think about silver linings. We ended up last time by asking a question, how can workers cope in a highly technological, rapidly changing, and potentially overwhelming environment. It appears that the future of work is going to be this dreamland where workers can work from anywhere, any part of the global distributed team, be valued for contributions and spend no time commuting. Learning can take place from anywhere and be continuous. Many of these utopian dreams have have been delivered and even more have been promised. However, inside every silver lining, there's a gray cloud. This may be a time of application of the old adage, be careful what you wish for. The grand design of remote work seems to come with other less palatable ramifications. Spikes in productivity appear because people are running on empty, are, are more distressed, are, are more fatigued. Person gets out of bed, has some coffee, gets onto an early morning conference call, and before you can take a deep breath, it's 12 hours later. They're completely depleted and devoid of energy and wondering what happened to the day and eventually what happened to their life. Isolation has changed the rhythm of the workplace. The increase in productivity is more a result of working longer hours than working more creatively or intuitively. The normal breaks in routine are gone, like commuting times, coffee breaks, informal colleague transactions. The scheduled workday is endless. Those little things like coffee breaks are those rhythms that used to break up the day. It's not just the commute time, the coffee breaks, the conversations with colleagues, but wearing new clothes, having breakfast out, getting out of the house, maybe a quick stop at the coffee shop and then to the office. Common routines like saying hello to colleagues, bumping into someone at the water cooler or the coffee room, meetings, lunches, and another meeting. A day had a schedule and a rhythm to it. The rhythm of the remote worker is incessant. It is a single beat with meeting after meeting and the result is that there is no reprise. All the buffers separating personal life from work life have eroded. Humans have been quite good at creating technology that has built algorithms that have become quite good at figuring out what humans like and what humans respond to. They are much more likely to be distracted by messages about looking better, feeling better, being thinner, being heavier, having more money, 
or more stuff than anyone else. They're much more likely to be drawn to messages of urgency about injustice or tragedy or destruction or death that tintillate and inflame emotions. The effect of all this is that people feel fearful and angry. They scream at their neighbors. They, they tweet and retweet every angry thing that has helped them feel better and self-satisfied. The world seems to be awash with unfettered emotion and devoid of thoughtful, critical thinking. It has become, frankly, exhausting. The key to overcoming these syndromes of inefficiency and dysfunction in a remote workplace is available to every human who possesses cognitive repositories. They're, they're able to think. It is the discipline to marshal thoughts, identify distractions, set routines that restore energy, spend time meditating or thinking. These are ways to take back control of the remote office. Awareness is the first fix. Simply recognizing that rhythm is important. Beginning to schedule buffers into your schedule. If need be, schedule a meeting with yourself. It may mean turning to familiar things that accompany peaceful thinking like music or reading or hobbies or exercise or art. Identify the cues that drive those emotions and build solutions that change thinking, building good habits that become better character. Thank you for listening. If you are interested in more of the author's ideas, look for their Oxford University Press published books on global business, wherever books are sold. If you are interested in contacting the authors, they can be reached at info at jrglobal.co.